Next on BYU Sports Nation, surviving Santa Clara with the Lone Peak solo. TJ Haas closes the deal for BYU basketball again. Toulson out front. Everything well outside the basket right now for BYU. TJ beats his man to the paint, pulls up from 10 feet, shoots and scores again! TJ Haas gives the Cougars a 7-point lead. 2.15 to go. Red-headed assassin. TJ driving Williams to the rim. Stop. Pop. Score! TJ to the 10 for 2. And the Cougs up 9. It's all TJ Haas. TJ freaking Haas. And now... We ready, we ready, we ready for y'all. Second-ranked Gonzaga in town tomorrow for senior night. Plus, setting the table for another Cougar shocker over the Zags. Blue goggles unite. Let's go. Wilcher on the draw. Perkins over the timeline, Emery steals it, and Goliath goes down. BYU wins it. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now live from the Marriott Center, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. This is how we do it. Yeah. BYU Sports play-by-play presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. What an atmosphere. Oh, man, look at these fans here. Right? Yeah. This is great. Wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the Marriott Center Magic Historian, Jerem Jordan. Listen, there have been some great games played in this building. One of those will be tomorrow night. I tweeted on Monday that this is going to be the closest environment we've had since 2011 San Diego State. Anybody in the house for that one in Provo? That was a special, special night, and the crowd really helped BYU in that game. It did help to have Jimmer Fredette as well, who scored 43 points, and Kawhi, uh, uh, Kevin Durant tweeted, he's the greatest scorer in the world as Kawhi Leonard went down at, on this very court, but it's a big game tomorrow, and I think the crowd's going to help BYU with a couple of points. We've got a packed show lineup. This is just the tremble before the the real earthquake tomorrow in the Marriott Center. It's going to be wild, man. We're going to keep it loud. Here's today's show lineup. BYU basketball head coach Mark Pope will join us live to preview the Zags and the Cougs. First ever ranked matchup between these two programs. Alex Barcelo played a critical role in BYU's win over Santa Clara last night. He will join us as well. Plus, BYU Athletics enjoying an overwhelming winning Thursday, all to set up our Friday BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU men's basketball outlasts Santa Clara 85-75 thanks to three separate 20-point performances from the Cougars. T.J. Haas led BYU with 28 points, nine assists, only two turnovers, and this cold-blooded ginger mamba moment. T.J. beats his man to the paint, pulls up from 10 feet, shoots and scores again! T.J. Haas gives the Cougars a seven-point lead, 2.15 to go! Red-headed assassin. T.J., Driving Williams to the rim. Stop. Pop. Score! TJ to the 10 for two. And the Cougs up nine. It's all TJ Haas. TJ freaking Haas. Yes, indeed, Mark Durant. You said it best. Joining TJ's awesomeness, Yoli Childs with another double-double. 22 points and 11 rebounds. 
And Jake Toulson adds 20 points and 10 boards. The big three were never bigger <laughs> together than last oh, night. Man, my N1 pick was straight on. That's coming up later. The Cougars drop a spot from a 6 to a 7 in ESPN's Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology as of this morning. Projected to play a 10-seed Wichita State. But the task at hand is number 2 Gonzaga tomorrow night in front of a sold-out Marriott Center on senior night. The stakes could not be higher for this unless uh, BYU was playing for the conference championship. But it'd be a, a, a shot to say, okay, in Vegas, you better be ready for us. Pre-game begins at 9 Eastern on BYU Radio. The game will be on ESPN2 and, of course, heard right here on BYU Radio. Second-ranked BYU men's volleyball, as called by Jerem Jordan last night, sweeps Concordia Irvine in straight sets and moved to 14-0 on the season. Another nice pass. Or Semyon. Oh, straight down by Gardini. <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. That could not be any closer to the line. It was so bounce. fast. I literally did not see it. It was so fast. Block party in the Smithfield house led by Davide Gardini. His buddy, Gabi Garcia-Fernandez, now tied for sixth most aces in a single season with 42. Incredible. BYU seeks a 15-0 start when they host USC on Saturday at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, also live on BYU TV. And USC uh, upset Stanford on the road last night. Hadn't won in the MPSF, 2-11, uh, and 11, so they're coming in with some momentum. And BYU women's hoops did what the men did as well, beat Santa Clara, 60-51. Paisley Johnson, game high 28. She has 1,000 points now, 15 Cougar to ever do that. And uh, they celebrated hard in the locker room like only BYU can, uh, tossing water about <laughs> and screaming. That's what you do when you get excited, right? We're hoping that on this court, Maybe minus the water, but the jumping around and the screaming, it's what's going to happen. So Paisley Johnson, the better half of Connor Harding, by the way, with a 1,000 points. Nothing like getting soaked with water she to celebrate. She can't see that she's like, what's going oh my on? goodness. Hey, hey, this is a good thing, right? <laughs> we're, we're celebrating, yeah, I'm happy. Right? <laughs> I can't see. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, presented by Trio Senior Living. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Fun fact, BYU basketball has won seven straight games in the West Coast Conference for the first time ever in WCC play. That's over nine seasons. The last two wins, however, not exactly comfortable for the Cougars. A one-point white-knuckle, hold-on-to-your-hearts type of victory at San Diego and then a hard-fought 85-75 win last night over Santa Clara in Provo. Jerem, do the means of those two victories for BYU concern you? Yes, because if BYU plays like they did the last two games, they will not be Gonzaga. But the hope is that those were just isolated incidents that happened to be back-to-back. Certainly the injury to Dalton Nixon last Thursday and coping with that Saturday and now last night on this court BYU's still figuring some things out rotationally. Gavin Baxter's still figuring it out. Remember, to him, it's November, if you will. He's still figuring it out. I don't think this is completely because Dalton Nixon was there. I think it's because BYU just didn't shoot the three very well both nights. But we know as the number one three-point shooting team in the country that if BYU shows up from the three-point line and does what they do and gets lanes and creates opportunities there, that they can blow out another team, that they can hang with Gonzaga, that they could even beat Gonzaga, which we'll address in a second, if they can shoot. Is it late-season fatigue? I don't know. I'm not sure. All I know is BYU's got to play better than they did the last two, and thank goodness they figured out different ways to win. They should be credited with that, but they certainly have to play better tomorrow night. Sure there's concern, and I'm with you, mostly the absence of Dalton Nixon. That said, this BYU basketball team continues to grind out wins. T.J. Haas, clearly an absolute gamer. 
The big three are playing with a ton of confidence, and it was clear that Santa Clara was not going to let BYU beat them from the three-point line with the guards specifically. BYU only makes three three-pointers, which takes us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Those three three-pointers from BYU as a team are a game low this season. And strangely, all three of those makes came from BYU big men. Yoli Childs made two, one from Colby Lee. Colby Lee, you guys like Colby Lee? I love Colby Lee, man. Wow, none from TJ Haas. He snapped a streak, I think, of 23 straight games of making a three-pointer. Jake Toulson had a 17-game streak. Those guys didn't make a three-pointer, and it didn't matter, Jerem. They got it done other ways. The free-throw line was way more prominent in this game. BYU has struggled to get to the line, but uh, T.J. Howes made all 12. He's made 23 in a run. Yeah, Mark Pope and his staff did a really nice job of adjusting the game plan when they figured out that Santa Clara was really, really going to strap BYU from beyond the arc. It reminded me of you when we play pickup. I'll make like two threes, and you're like, that's enough. Uh, no. You'll you'll tell my guy. I'll you, give you know a what? couple. And then I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? Drive and shoot a two? <laughs> Come on. Now, BYU's coaching staff kind of took a, an I dare you to stop me approach with their best individuals and let TJ Haas go to work, let Jake Toulson go to work, and Yoli Childs. Only 12 assists on 30 makes. So this was an uncharacteristic game for BYU as an offense, but it was what was needed to beat Santa Clara based on what they were doing defensively. And there is certainly credit to be had there. It's just two in a row, and it was one at home. So now it's like, okay, is this a pattern? And you hope not because, topic two, the reason we're here is BYU's playing as a ranked team, number 23 in the country. How awesome is this? Against second-ranked Gonzaga tomorrow night. So how does BYU beat Gonzaga? It'll obviously take something special. And at the top of that special performance list are a couple of things for me. Number one, BYU has to make more three-pointers than Gonzaga. And I'm not worried so much about the percentage, Mm -hmm. but BYU needs to make more three-pointers than Gonzaga because the Zags are so efficient from the field. They're going to get a ton of two-point field goals. BYU can make up the gap a little bit there. They can offset the Zags' incredible offense that way. Uh, Number two, win the turnover margin. Gonzaga is so efficient with the basketball, number one effective field goal percentage in the country. You can't give them freebies. You can't give them extra opportunities. And if I had a third, well, I don't think it favors BYU in the least. If they can limit the offensive rebounding from Gonzaga, and again, give them second-chance points. Gavin Baxter, that's where you can make a big difference, right? Come in and rebound. Those are the things. So, yeah, limit second-chance opportunities or freebies with turnovers and offensive rebounds, and then make more threes than Gonzaga. BYU has played three number one seeds this year. Let's walk through it. San Diego State on this court. Oh, led by nine in that game. Should have won that game, right? Late in the second half. Kansas and Hawaii. Gonzaga up there. Tell me the common thread in all those losses. Yoli Childs didn't play in the game. Yoli Childs is playing in this game tomorrow, and I think he can make a huge difference. Is it enough to put BYU over the top? I hope so. I think it's enough to make it a competitive game at the end. And guess what? Guess where Gonzaga's playing? Not in the 6,000-seat kennel, but in the 19,000-seat sold-out Marriott Center. And that's where these guys can make a difference. They make an impact. They really will. A couple of points, right? And that can swing a game. One of my end picks, one picks will reflect that. Gonzaga is freaking awesome. But BYU is a ranked team. They're going to play with Yoli Childs, and the Cougars are the number one three-point shooting team in the country. They haven't shot like the last two games, 
but things can quickly change. So hopefully, BYU can get some open looks, knock it down. It's going to be crazy loud in here. And if BYU, I'm with you, the three-pointers are the thing I'm watching. And, of course, Yoli Childs. You have to wonder if this crowd can make Gonzaga feel a little bit uncomfortable. Let's get weird. The workaholics theme, right? Let's get weird. BYU makes some threes. It's close late. Then we'll see how much mental toughness this Gonzaga team has. I think that they have it, but they haven't played in this type of environment this year as this specific team. And, oh, by the way, it's senior night. Extra juice. Last home game for those seven guys, right? On to topic three, and it may require a synchronization of blue goggles within the Marriott Center. So, my friends, join me. Put on your blue goggles. and uh, so, let's, Someone uh, has their blue goggles on. They're ready infuse to go some Marriott Center magic <laughs> tomorrow as well. He's blue ready. Jerem. Blue goggle alert. What would blue a win alert. over the Zags mean for BYU? First off, it would be the best win of the season by far, right? Right now that's at Houston. That's a tremendous win. Utah State is the next best win. St. Mary's uh, here talking net rankings, right? Those three are good. It would be the best win of the season. Guess what? It would probably throw Gonzaga off the one-seed line. The committee and, and those that don't favor the mid-majors, and in the case of Gonzaga, they're a high major, they're looking for a reason not to include Gonzaga as a one. So that would knock them off there. BYU would jump to a five-seed potentially. In Lenardi's latest bracket, BYU climbing to the top 18 or 16 in the AP poll. Yeah, Jay Billis said as much earlier this week. Right, on BYU Sports Nation here. And there would be a belief that BYU could go down and for the first time win the Gonzaga Invitational. I mean, the West Coast Conference Tournament. If BYU would have a belief that they can go down there and win that game. If BYU beats Gonzaga, then all of a sudden, Mr. Billis and his potential Sweet 16 contender becomes a little bit more... Uh, realistic Mm -hmm. for all BYU fans. It would lock down second place in the West Coast Conference. Not technically, but essentially, because St. Mary's still has to play at Gonzaga, and they're not winning in the McCarthy Athletic Center. That's not going to happen. That's the name of it? I'm just kidding. BYU would lock down second place and get that triple bye into Monday semifinals at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, where they will most likely take on St. Mary's. But who knows? Maybe Pacific comes up with an upset win. We want it to be St. Mary's. We want it to be a quad. You want to have a quad one opportunity. We want a quad one in in the semifinals. But a win over Gonzaga tomorrow, I think, locks down second place for BYU, regardless of what happens against Pepperdine. So it doesn't matter what happens in Malibu. Like, BYU will be the second-place team. And BYU, if they're not already a lock in the bracket overall by the tournament committie, they're they're a lock. It's it's over, man. They're in. I think BYU locked it up last night, making the NCAA tournament. I I think it was over. Um, I think if it doesn't work out in the next two games, I think BYU is still good to go. By the way. It's just a seeding thing. Avoid the 8-9. Resume update. Resume update has BYU at number 18 in the net rankings. And uh, if you're not familiar with the net rankings, that is the most important metric when determining all of this as far as it goes to the NCAA tournament. BYU up to number 18 in the net. So it's great to be ranked 23rd according to the national consensus. And the, yes. The writers. The writers. Yes. No, no, the, the, the net matters most. Number 18. Yeah, that's awesome. All Keep right, climbing. Our, our question of the day. We want to know how you think BYU can beat the Zags. Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. First response in from Donovan Drake. Defense. BYU needs to contain Gonzaga's top scores and keep three-point shooting from the Zags to a minimum. BYU's going to have to win some one-on-one matchups. Uh, Philip Patrushev in the post is a beast, right? Seven players average 10-plus. So it's not like you can hold down a big three. And There are four other dudes that average 10 points. 
they're going to be tough to defend, but I believe that BYU can be in this game and, like you said, make it weird at the end and just see if you can't sneak out with a winner and add to what's already been a pretty special season. Hashtag BYUSN Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Coming up, the top five wins versus Gonzaga. Plus, BYU head coach Mark Pope will join us live in the Marriott Center. What's the roadmap to victory over the Zags tomorrow? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Number 23, BYU host number two, Gonzaga, tomorrow night. Listen to the action with Greg Rebell on BYU Radio. Pre-game coverage beginning at 9 Eastern time. And the fans... Specifically the Rock, the Roar of the Cougar student section. They have been awesome all year. Tenth City has shown up this week. They've been outside since the beginning of the week. Some of them were inside and slept overnight. I mean, these guys are the faithful. It's much warmer in here. Yes, it is. We did this mainly for the people that slept overnight, <laughs> just so they could be warm. We are live in the Marriott Center. This is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. It is our pleasure now to welcome on the head coach of BYU basketball in what has been a remarkable first season in his tenure, Mark Pope. Welcome to the show. Mark Pope, what's up? How you doing? Now, I'm pretty sure you tweeted at about 1 a.m., so what time did you go to bed last night? No, no, I was, I was headed out, but then I, I walked out of the annex, and uh, and this uh, massive conglomeration of tents was out there. Everybody was kind of, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of juice after the win last night, and uh, I think everyone's trying to stay warm. Uh, so I got to walk up and down the tents and take some pictures. It was awesome. This is big time, man. You don't find this. I don't know anywhere else in college basketball right now. I don't know if there's anywhere else in college basketball right now that's got fans like this getting ready for senior night. It is so special. This group back here and the entire Rock is like nowhere else, man. It's awesome. Man. It's awesome. And that's saying a lot. You played at Kentucky. You played at Washington. You played in the NBA. What kind of difference have they made this season, and, and do you expect them to make tomorrow night? Yeah, yeah. Well, they need to. You guys need to make a huge difference for us tomorrow <laughs> night. Okay? This is. Uh, we talked all season long about doing this together. The only way we're going to get this done tomorrow night is we all do this together. But um, just, I mean, you can go straight to the numbers in terms of second half free throw percentage. We talked about it a lot. We played a great St. Mary's team in this gym a couple weeks ago, and they're perfect from the free throw line on that end with no student section behind them in the first half and they're four for nine to, on, in the second half on this one. And we end up winning by, two, winning by a bucket. So you talk about making a real difference. The Rock makes a huge difference. We're, we're genuinely, like this is factual. We are not where we are today without The Rock. It's an unbelievable group. Yeah, we saw the difference they made. Santa Clara missed some big free yes. throws late last night. Uh, and you won last night's game a little bit differently. Only three three-pointers. A bunch of free throws. T.J. Haas goes 12 for 12. He's able to get into a nice rhythm there from the free throw line. What did you learn about your team last night uh, in that winning at Santa Clara? Well, first of all, like, I mean, I'm not going to hear the end of it from Coach Burgess and Yoli Childs and Kobe Lee because they're like, we're the three-point shooters on this team now. <laughs> we're the guys. Forget Jake Toulson and T.J. Haas and Alex Barcelo and Connor Harding. It's us. So we got to deal with that for the next 48 hours. <laughs> um, but, but listen, I mean, you, the, you know, our team, the way these guys function together and, and the, how the, as willing as they are to share, you have to pick your poison. So last night they said, hey, we're, we're, not, we're garden shooters. We're not coming to help. And, and you said T.J. Haas free downhill, and he showed you what he can do last night. I mean, 
in the guts of the game, tied up, tied up 66-66. He goes on a spree where he counts for the next 15 straight points, either by scoring or, or with assists. And, and um, you know, that's dangerous. And that, but that's you kind of have to pick your poison, and, and that's what Santa Clara chose last night. And, and, uh, and T.J. Haas says that was the wrong answer. <laughs> he took over. And as Mark Durant uh, said, T.J. freaking Haas. Right Man, T.J. freaking Haas! <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what. Let me tell you about this T.J. Haas. So we played at San Francisco eight games ago and uh, took a really tough loss. And, and – um, and and there were some moments in there where TJ didn't perform like he should, really, especially on the defensive end, but also a couple of offensive mistakes, a couple of deals with the referees, whatever. We had uh, some serious conversations after that. And talk about the tear he has been on since then. You talk about answering the bell and responding. I mean, I don't know if there's a better point guard in America in the last eight games than TJ Haas with what he's doing. I, I, I'm saying that sincerely. I don't know if there's a better point guard in America with, with the show he's been putting on. Certainly the last two games, it was exciting to pull those out, and they were different kind of games. And you had said, listen, we're going to have to win different kind of ways, right? But going into this game, certainly the way uh, you played in those wouldn't get it done tomorrow night. So what kind of difference are you hoping for from the team against a better Gonzaga well, team? Well, you know, we've got to find ourselves. Uh, one of the things that's going to be really crucial, I mean, there's a lot of things that are crucial. Everything is crucial in this game. It's the best team in America, right? So we have to, um, we, we have, this ball has got to move. This ball's got to move, and we got to be. We got to. We we have got to really work hard to get great shots for ourselves, and that's gonna. That is gonna mean nobody standing holding the ball. There's gonna be. It, it, this cannot turn into an isolation game. And that's what the Zags do. They get you so twisted up and so sideways, and they're actually guarding at such a high level right now. They're better than they were in the beginning of the season. Um, that you have to do this as a team, and our pop rule and simple plays and and working hard to to to, to get an easy shot is going to be really important for us on the offensive end, on the defensive end. How you manage these guys in transition? This Woolridge, their starting point guard, I think he's the fastest human being in the world right now. <laughs> he is so fast down the court. You see clips of him. He's starting and he passes nine bodies on the way to scoring in transition. He's he's just so fast. Uh, their backcourt is really athletic, and, and their bigs, of course, run and, and cause huge problems at the rim in transition. So clearly we got our hands full, uh, but, but I, I couldn't ask for anything better on senior night. I could not ask for a better scenario senior night than to have the setup we have right now. You're going to be pushing 19,000 fans in the Marriott Center. The hype is real. And on paper and around the country, Gonzaga is expected to win this game. Can you use that? And if so, how do you use that as a mental advantage for your guys? Well, I think it's fun. I mean, it's, 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 it, there's nothing better than putting a chip on your shoulder and trying to go prove something, trying to do something that nobody believes you can do. That, that's the best thing in sports. And, and, uh, and then when you get to try and do something no one thinks you can do, w- in this gym, with, with this rock and 19,000 fans on senior night, it just makes it more special. And, um, and, and, and so we're excited. Uh, we understand how great this team is coming in here. And we also know we're a really good team, and, and we're going to come battle. You played Gonzaga. You played San Diego State. You played Kansas. You played three of the top four seeds, all without Yoli Childs. Yep. What kind of difference can Yoli Childs make in this game? Well, I, you know, Yoli is an automatic 20-10, and 10, right? Uh, he just is. It's, 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 it's as close as a guarantee as you get in the game of college basketball. He helps us so much on the glass. He helps us physically, defensively. His ball screen defense has been terrific. His transition defense has actually been really, really great, and he's such a force to be reckoned with in the post. It makes it really hard to switch one through four. We'll see how the Zags deal with that. Maybe they will. Uh, but there's so many parts of the game that he affects, uh, and, and he's going to have a huge night tomorrow. 
Dalton Nixon is one of your very valuable seniors on this team, and you have been adamant about what he means to this specific group as a glue guy and the heart and soul of the team. Because he's out right now, how do you make amends for Dalton Nixon? Well, there's nothing that I'm more excited about announcing than that Dalton Nixon will play tonight, except I can't announce it because he can't play tomorrow night. <laughs> and that is that – is, I was like, is, you don't have a game tonight, that, Mark. It's tomorrow. That is so devastating because we miss him. Uh, you know, he's such a huge – I mean, there's so many ways that he affects our game. But listen, this Gavin Baxter is is finding his flow. Uh, you know, he's 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 had two weeks. He's had a week and a half of live basketball in the last in the last five months. But I expect his trajectory to be really good. He's going to help us. Zach Selyus was a difference maker in the game last night. He was outstanding. Uh, he's going to be huge in this game, and we'll do it as a group. Um, you know, Kobe Lee's going to play more minutes, and and Yo's going to probably play forty minutes tomorrow, and we'll figure it out. Give us a sense of what it's like on the other side because you played on a national championship team. You're getting everyone's best shot. You played ranked teams on the road like this. They didn't have BYU Sports Nation like this. No, they, they, yeah, did, not they did not have Jeremy Spencer. They <laughs> did not have that. No, they did not. They probably had someone weird like me, let's be honest. What's it like to be on that end where you go, oh, okay, we're going into a hostile environment and we've got to try and come out here with the win. How do you, how do you use that experience? Well, listen, uh, they're going to be excited. I mean, th- th- this is an extraordinary venue. Uh, you know, they, they play a great schedule. And they're not going to walk into a gym like this all season long. And so, uh, they, 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 you know, there's they're going to be a no loss for motivation because it's just it's an extraordinary opportunity when you get to come in this building and play. I've done it as an opposing team and and the home team. Oh, we remember. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> it's it's extraordinary. Uh, this is what you dream about as a as a as a young person. You dream about coming to get to compete in this environment. The Zags are going to be no different. They're going to be they're going to be excited to come in here. They'll look forward to it. Uh, you know. They they know they're coming into a, a, an incredibly, incredibly hostile, irreverent environment, <laughs> and 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 they're going to be excited to come play. Uh, it is every athlete. This is what you live for. BYU head basketball coach Mark Pope with us on BYU Sports Nation. We are live in the Marriott Center. You were a guest of Jim Rome uh, two days ago, and I, I quote him at the end of the interview. He said, "Mark Pope was an absolute freaking revelation. Okay, <laughs> chasing revelation. discomfort. It was so good." How does this atmosphere, this this interview, compare to that one you do with Jim Rome? I mean, come on. This Jim Rome, I mean, so The Rock doesn't really know Jim Rome because it's a younger generation. But for, for us old people, man, we grew up on this and we watched him, you know, get get into a fist fight with Jim Everett and the whole deal, man. <laughs> yeah, Chris. And, uh, exactly. Exactly. And so it was really fun to be on the show. But I, I like it. You know, this is what I like. This is, this is the best part about it. Jim Rome came calling. Because our team is balling right now. That's just the truth. That's why people want to talk to us because our guys are playing right now. And, you know, what they've accomplished so far this, this season is, is so special. And we still have a ton of work to do. Starting, you know, tomorrow night is such a huge night. And then, and then we're going to keep playing for, for a while. We're going to keep fighting and playing and winning and see what we can do with the rest of the season. You mentioned the senior night. Certainly going to be an emotional night. Uh, seven seniors, three of which are all-timers, right? Yeah. You could argue seven are all-timers. Yeah. But uh, Yoli Childs and Jake Toulson, T.J. Haas and these guys, it's going to be an emotional night with a lot of juice but a lot of uh, energy there, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I have no idea what we're going to see, boys. I know our guys <laughs> are going to be crying and laughing and and screaming and sweating, and that's all before the game even starts, right? So uh, it's going to be a really, really emotional night, um, and I think it's going to be emotional for everybody here in this Marriott Center too because we've all got to witness these guys. That, that's the best part of this. Me as a coach, I've got to witness these young men grow and fight and overcome adversity and live through disappointment and rise up again and ring the bell, and, and they've done that all for us. 
you know, they're out here competing for us. And, and, and so the fact that we all get to share this night together, I, I, I'm telling you, I couldn't ask for a better thing. I said this last night. You think about these seniors and what they've earned. They've earned the right to have their senior night in a gym that's been sold out for a week with two uh, top 25 teams battling out together on a seven-game winning streak with a chance to, to really make some noise in postseason play uh, as a senior. You can ask for a better thing. And then to have The Rock here yeah, uh, cheering him on the whole time, man. Very few seniors ever get that in their career. Very few. And so I'm so happy for these guys. They've earned it. You were taking pictures with uh, some fans at Center Court last night. I was talking to your wife, Leanne, and I mentioned to her, we've done 1,704 episodes of this show, (laughs) and never has BYU basketball had a ranked team until now. What a run, my friend. Congratulations thus far on a great season. Well, it's it's these guys, and and, uh, listen, we can't be done yet, right? We got a lot of work to do. Um, There's going to be, there's so much, the hype surrounding this game is so fun. It's going to be great, and and we're going to come compete, and and, 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 and we got a lot more coming after this, too. All right, Mark, great to have you with us. Go get a donut on the yep. way out or Let's something, go. you know? Hey, thank you guys for being here. It's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Thanks, Appreciate Mark. you guys. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Right, have a good one. Okay, coming up, Alex Barcelo in the Marriott Center. He'll join us. And we count on the top five wins against Gonzaga by BYU basketball all time. This is BYU Sports Nation. Yeah. Let's go. This segment of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Bodyguards, protection for a life worth living. Tonight, it's game two of BYU Baseball's four-game set with Cal Poly. They won 6-2 last night, hoping to make it another win tonight. Listen on BYU Radio 107.9 FM at 9 Eastern time. Our friend Jason Shepard on the call with Tuckett Slade. Tuckett Slade could kill a bear with his bare hands. Welcome back to the Marriott Center alongside Jerem Jordan. I am Spencer Linton. During the break, a couple of students here on the Marriott Center floor shot for a signed basketball from this year's BYU team. We Pretty have valuable. a winner, and his name is Jason Francis. Getting buckets. He shot it, and boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. All right, Juice and we just talked yeah. to Mark Pope. If you missed that conversation, download the podcast. In the meantime, let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Men's Basketball. Cougars beat Santa Clara 85-75 last night. TJ freaking Haas led the Cougars with 28 points and 9 assists. Yoli Childs and Jake Toulson both posted double-doubles. 23rd-ranked BYU plays second-ranked Gonzaga on this very floor. Tomorrow night, pregame on the radio starts at 9 Eastern. The game's on BYU Radio and ESPN2. Eric Mika scored eight points and grabbed six rebounds in a Team USA 83-70 win over Puerto Rico in the America. Jimmer! Fredette and Panathinaikos take on Brandon Davies in FC Barcelona in a EuroLeague game today at 2.30 Eastern time. Volleyball. Second-ranked BYU men's volleyball sweeps Concordia Urban in straight sets and moved to 14-0 on the season's second-best start in program history. A block party in the Smithfield House led by Davide Gardini. Gabi Garcia-Fernandez, his friend, now tied for six most aces in a single season with 42. BYU seeking a 15-0 start when they host USC tomorrow night. Live on BYU TV, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, Jerem Jordan and Steve Vale on the call. Women's basketball. The ladies also defeated uh, Santa Clarita, 60-51. Paisley Johnson, game high, 28. She's a baller. She got to 1,000 career points, 15th Cougar ever to do that. Baseball. As Jerry mentioned, the Batcats of BYU baseball moved to three and two this season after beating Cal Poly six to two thanks to four runs in the eighth inning. Austin Deming two for four with a triple and three runs batted in. The Cougars play Cal Poly again. 
tonight, 9 Eastern. Listen locally on BYU Radio 107.9 FM and nationally on the BYU Cougars app. Track and field. Some of the Cougars are in Winston-Salem, North Carolina at the JDL Fast Track before next week's MPSF Championships in Seattle where they were a week ago. Softball. BYU split a pair of games in the Coachella Valley, Cathedral City, California. The Cougars used two home runs from Hunter Ava and Riley Jensen McFarland to beat UC Riverside 5-2 before an 11-1 loss to Notre Dame in that nightcap. BYU now 3-3 this season. Take on Nebraska in Southern California today as they continue playing the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. Golf. The 15th-ranked men's team tied for first at the John A. Burns Intercollegiate in Hawaii after day one. Peter Quest for perfection, tied for first after shooting a 69 in round one. Dude's unbelievable. Wow. Football. Former Cougars T. John Karoma and his Houston Roughnecks of the XFL take on Micah Hanneman and the Tampa Bay Vipers tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern. They got paid last week, which is great. Tomasi Laulule <laughs> and the Dallas Renegades play the Seattle Trackers! Yeah. Don't forget DeAndre Wesley and his D.C. defenders who face the Los Angeles Wildcats on Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Swimming and diving. And last but not least, in the longest whip of all time. On day two of the MPSF Championships in California, Katie McBratney takes first in the 200 individual medley, and Jared Shaw wins the men's 50 free. As promised, with feeling the juice in the Marriott Center and fantastic fans behind us. It is time that we count down the top five BYU basketball wins over Gonzaga. Presented by Bodyguards. Protection for a life worth living. Learn more at Bodyguards.com. Number five, February 20th, 2014. The Cougars down 25th ranked Gonzaga, 73-65. Anson Winder led the Cougars with 17. Matt Carlino, remember him? He had 15. Game tied at 39 at the half, but BYU open on a 6-0 run. Freshman Eric Mika, there he goes. Didn't have the goggles in this game yet. 13 points, 8 rebounds. Number 4, January 14th, 2016, the Nate Austin block game. As Austin says, talk to the hand, Kyle Wilcher at the end, grabs the rebound, secures a 69-68 win over 25th-ranked Gonzaga, again in the kennel. Kyle Collinsworth had a game-high 20 points, 18 coming in the second half. Collinsworth and Chase Fisher led the Cougars on an 8-0 run late. Austin's game-winning block tied him with McKelly Wesley for 12th most in BYU history. Get that out of here! That block was awesome. Number three, February 28, 2015. The streak starter as Kyle Collinsworth put in 20. BYU beat third-ranked Gonzaga. I shaved my head after this game. Mm-hmm. They won in Spokane for the first time in program history. The first of three. Spoiler alert. Skyler Halford had 14. Corbin Kafusi began his undefeated streak. He had 7.6 boards, three blocks, and four wonderful fouls. In at number two, and this may be a little bit of a shocker. The NCAA Tournament, March 19, 2011. How sweet it is. BYU advances to the Sweet 16 of that tournament after drubbing the 11-seed Zags, 89-67. His Jimmerness going for 34 points on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Jackson Emery and Noah Hartsock scored 16 and 13, respectively. A very young Kyle Collinsworth led the Cougars with seven rebounds. BYU would fall to the Florida Gators in the Sweet 16, but it was the deepest BYU tournament run since Danny Ainge back in 1981. Before BYU got in the league, they just punched Gonzaga right in the mouth before coming in. That might have been the worst thing we could have done, right? But it was awesome to win that game. And the number one win versus Gonzaga, February 25th, 2017, 29 and don't. Yes. BYU 
trails this game 18-2, but comes back and wins by 8, 79-71. Number one Gonzaga goes down. It was another win. It was another top five Gonzaga team going down. Perhaps a blueprint for what BYU needs to do is Elijah Bryant and Eric Mika and Nick Emery and TJ Haas and Corbin Kafusi went into the kennel and won that game. That was unbelievable. But we, what we really left out is that the number one win over Gonzaga. It'll be adjusted tomorrow. It's going to be tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> number two Gonzaga in the Marriott Center on senior night. And Here there's the man that's Alex coming up next. Marcello, our and one picks plus the junior guard joins us live. What is he expecting his first ranked matchup between BYU and Gonzaga? Don't go anywhere. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Number two, BYU men's volleyball, 14-0, hosts USC, fresh off an upset win at Stanford tomorrow night, 8 Eastern on BYU TV as the Cougars look to continue the undefeated season. We are live from the Marriott Center on a Friday. This is how we do it alongside Jerem Jordan. I am Spencer Linton. What an atmosphere we have here as BYU prepares for the first ever Top 25 showdown with Gonzaga and, of course, the Cougars. Way better than just us and three camera operators. Yes. I mean, just way more exciting, right? <laughs> this has been tremendous. Let's take it up a notch and bring on our next guest, junior guard for 23rd-ranked BYU basketball, number 18 in the net <laughs> rankings, Alex Barcelo. This guy can shoot. Uh, yes, he can shoot. In fact, you are 50 for 100 from the three-point line this season, Alex. Uh, what do you attribute that uptick to in your shooting? Um, just my teammates and my coaches. You know, they, they stress it every day, and uh, they're just uh, constantly telling me, I mean, we trust you to shoot the ball. So, um, I mean, I have ultimate confidence that my teammates and my coaches are behind me. Is that a mustache you're growing? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I told Zach. <laughs> Did, are, we, are, we in, are we in 4K? Can we even see it? You went, so Zach encouraged you? Is that yeah, what? he did. Him, him and then uh, Coach Short, our strength coach. Is it, oh, okay. is it helping your game? Just, a little bit, yeah. It's bringing bit? more toughness to me. More, more <laughs> toughness? <laughs> nice. Alex, awesome. you're a really smart person. So why are you listening to Zach Selyus for fashion advice? (laughs) (laughs) He's a a trendsetter. We're not going to say which direction. That he is. And I love Zach. Nobody knows him more so than Zach himself. Yeah. Let's talk about Gonzaga in a sec. But uh, last night, getting the win. That was was a tough one. And sometimes it comes by different means, right? Five minutes to go, it's a two-point game. Walk us through kind of what happened in the final five to get that victory. Um, You know, we really uh, buckled down and uh, just – told each other we're going to battle through this adversity we've done it all year and uh, I mean it's a great attribute to our student section I mean I think we have the best six men in the country Uh, (laughs) so it it really helps us when they're when they're in the I mean getting in uh, the opponent's head on the free throws and uh, just just talking to them on the sidelines Um, but you know we we really just buckled down and battled through adversity and just told each other we're going to get stops and then um, translated to the offensive end. It was clear that Santa Clara was not going to let BYU beat them from the three-point line. So at what point in the game did the whole mindset shift to, okay, guard TJ Haas one-on-one or Alex Barcelo one-on-one or Yoli Childs or Jake Toulson? When did you go full in on that method? Uh, I mean, definitely through the run in the second half. um, But, I mean, they started out the game just trying to – lock down all of us and not let any threes get up. I mean, even in the post, they were they were trying to crowd the post a lot um, and not let uh, Yoli get any passes out to three-point shots. 
Um, so they, they really played good defense. But, I mean, like I said, we battled through adversity. And uh, that's what's uh, so great about this team, I think, is we're, we're always trying to battle through adversity and find um, the upper hand in, in any way that may be, whether it's the three-point line or getting in the paint and making the extra pass or the, the layup. We were talking about uh, the difference uh, the last couple of games. They've been tight. You've had to grind them. You've had to win a different way, right? And uh, perhaps the only common theme is the fact that Dalton Nixon's not in there. So how have you guys compensated for the loss of Dalton? Uh, just bringing that toughness. You know, he, he brings that, like, that dog mentality on the floor, whether he's diving for a 50-50 ball or taking the charge um, or making that extra the extra pass to the three-point shot. Um, just, just bringing that intensity. I mean, and, and he's been great. I mean, a couple of days ago in practice, he was kind of inspired me just because he was out on the court in his boot um, helping Gavin, I mean, uh, with a little trick on how to guard the ball screen. And I was just like, that's just something that makes this team so special is we're all close-knit and uh, just so close together that, like, we have players like him who's a senior, who's a leader, and can go out there and do that whether he's hurt or not. In your words, how would you explain the ginger mamba, TJ Haas? <laughs> Great, I mean, phenomenal player, you know. Um, he can make the assist, he can make the open three, he can make the, the jump shot, um, he can take it to the rack. Um, just uh, an all-around great player. And, I mean, we saw it down the stretch last night. Um, he had a couple great big-time shots, and uh, that helped us push us towards our win. What's the season been like for you? Because you transfer, you go to a different school, you're hoping it works out, you're probably going to redshirt. Nope, you get the waiver, <laughs> you're playing, you're starting, you're a double-digit scorer, it's a ranked team. This has been quite the journey. No, it has for sure. Um, I mean, I, 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 I give all the thanks and glory to God. Um, I'm, I'm a very faithful person. Um, you're getting some amens <laughs> in the background here from the crowd. That's great. Then. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure, though, you know, I, I, I couldn't have done this without him. Um, and then also my teammates and my lovely girlfriend who's standing over there. Zoe's here. Uh, <laughs> She's here. <laughs> She's a part of this. <laughs> and uh, just uh, battling through that adversity um, and, and then just, you know, working every day with my teammates and my coaching staff um, and, and knowing that they're all standing behind me, um, especially Cougar Nation. I mean, the, the love that I got when I came here, it was just unbelievable. And, I mean, it really made me feel like I was at home. So I think that's been uh, really key in, in my transition here. BYU's ranked 23rd, the first AP ranking that the Cougars have had since Jimmer Fredette wore a jersey in this building in 2010-2011. How has what has happened this season compared to the expectations you had coming into BYU? Um. I mean, there was very high expectations for us from all of Cougar Nation. Um, we, uh, I mean, we had a, a goal at the beginning of the season to achieve something greater than our, ourselves individually, and I think that we're we're on that path right now. But we're not uh, getting complacent with where we are right now. You know, we're we're still trying to achieve um, even greater things, and uh, we're just wanting to stay on that track and, and stay working and hopefully keep winning. Okay, let's talk about the Zags. It was a 23-point game up there, but your only child is in this game. It's at home. It's a sold-out Marriott Center. It's seven seniors. There's certainly more juice for this one this time around. What do you expect? How do you, how do you compete? How do you win this game? Um, just getting 50-50 balls, getting, getting it on the defensive end. You know they're a very good transition team, so we're going to have to make transition stops. Um, and then, obviously, we're going to have to hit our shots, and, and I have no doubt about that. I mean, we're a great shooting team. Um, and we're going to come in here with our home crowd and, and just hopefully pull it out. Um, we have no doubt in our minds that we can do that, and I, I'm, I'm pretty positive that Cougar Nation thinks the same. Um, <laughs> so 
We're uh, we're very pumped for this game, and we're going to come in with that dog mentality just like Dalton Nixon brings, and uh, we're going to come in ready for a battle. Alex, you've been a season-long manifestation of the BYU Sports Nation karma. We already mentioned you're shooting 50 for 100 from the three-point line, but let's double down. Let's give you some more BYU Sports Nation karma more, like, tomorrow the max, against the Zags. Yes. Maximum dosage allowed legally to you. <laughs> For tomorrow. All right. It has been officially transferred. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Best of luck tomorrow thanks against Gonzaga. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Good, luck. Good luck with that mustache. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need karma for that. Yeah, for sure. that too. <laughs> coming up, a rise and shout up. And uh, our and one picks for Gonzaga BYU. And maybe we'll throw in a little extra competition like with an actual yeah. basketball. Let's shoot a little bit. Let's this shoot is a little BYU bit. Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports One Nation. Is the loneliest number. Come on down, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome on the floor. <laughs> Show available anytime on demand via the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. What a show today. Oh, awesome. Or download the podcast. Uh, just Google BYU Sports Nation podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Time for our and one recap for BYU Santa Clara last night. Picks, predictions, and one. On BYU Sports Nation. All right, you know the drill. First pick's worth two points. If you get that right, you have a shot at one more bonus point on the free throw pick. My first pick, I said BYU would win by 15 plus. Mm. Way off. Granted, BYU was up by 10 at halftime, so I was feeling pretty good about that. And then the yeah. second half got a little weird. BYU wins by 10. It got weird, but in the wrong direction. A yeah. win's a win's a win. And what? BYU would shoot 70.5% or better from the free throw line. Mm. That didn't happen at home either. You only missed 10 free throws, 22 of 32. They shot 68.8%. But you know what? They found they found a way to win. At least TJ Haas is trying to help me out. He's 12 for 12. Yes, door open. I will walk through it. Uh, my pick, the big three, Childs, Toulson, and Haas, will combine for 50-plus points. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. They combined for 70. 70. 70. Nailed it. And my N1. BYU will shoot 46% plus. They shot 48.4. And that was big. You can thank TJ Haas for that as well because they were below TJ. 46% until he went on TJ, that run thank late you. again. Yes. He's around here somewhere. TJ Haas. So the updated scoreboard, Jerem at 40. I'm still at 35. Now for our and one picks our for well. Gonzaga at BYU. My two-pointer. BYU will have fewer turnovers than Gonzaga. Okay, that'd be a good one. This is more of a hope thing because I feel like <laughs> they have to if they are going to win the game. Sure. BYU will produce the game's leading scorer. Okay. Whoever it is. There's a bunch of scores. There's too much balance for Gonzaga. That's a good one. Petrushev, uh, Killian Tilly. Like, those guys can score in bunches. But, again, this is one of those things where BYU needs to do this to win the game. My two-pointer. BYU will make more threes than Gonzaga. Yes. These are two of the top three three three-point shooting. I know BYU made three the other night. Guess what? There are guards who make threes on this team, despite what Yoli Childs and Colby Lee think, right? They average nine of, nine <laughs> makes a game. And my N1. Give me some of that. N1. The game will be single digits with six minutes to go. This is not going to be what happened in Spokane. This is going to get weird. This is going to be fun. It's going to be a game at the end. Loud, intense. And it's going to be awesome. BYU's going to have a shot at the end. That's the hope, right? If not, pull out the victory and walk out of here with a win. It's going to be nuts tomorrow night. All right, our question of the day. How does BYU beat the Zags? Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort from at Tile3Rena on Instagram. Nail the threes, make at least ten. That gets the crowd and us into the game hard and have to defend at a high level and force turnovers to the amazing offense of the Zags. Hashtag BYUSN. Basically just summed up everything we said for BYU to beat Gonzaga, right? Let's go. Yeah, all of that. You know what? 
In typical college game day fashion, I want to finish the show by shooting some half-court shots. Let's go. First to make it. Let's go. We're, we're legit shooting half-court shots. Thousand bucks. No, just kidding. Let's just go. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try not to kill myself here. Untangle my feet from this wire. Okay. Yeah, I did not sleep in a tent. Exactly. Where's my basketball? Oh, there it is. There you go. Okay, you go, you go first. I'm up and in one. Go ahead. Speaking of no warm-ups, we're going to shoot half-court shots. Can you warm up for a half-court shot? All right, I just, just hope jump. I get it to the hoop. Yeah. Oh, foot on the line. Got it. Oh! Oh! Woo. oh! All right. Now, if we don't make it, oh, well. At least we were close, right? <laughs> Short. Oh! Oh, okay. We gotta hit the. We gotta hit the weight room. Okay. By the way, today's rising shout out. These guys. All of these fans. These guys. Awesome. Okay, here we go. You guys are great. You guys are great. Get it. Let's go, let's go, yeah. I owe it all to you. This has been awesome. This is the greatest show ever. This is the best show we've ever done. BYU's ranked. Gonzaga in town. Senior night. Yoli Childs. Tenth City. We've never done a show in the Marriott Center in like seven years. This is awesome. We got Cole Believers here. Hi, Grandma. I do not wear Crocs. That is not a thing. That's the best sign ever. I wear Nikes. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Another look at the half quarter, the banker, with interest. Woo! Love it. Hey, fantastic. Fr- friendly banking air, uh, hours in Provo, Utah. Absolutely. Let's go, man. From Deseret First Credit Union, a sponsor of our show, right? Yeah. Awesome. You know why we show we, how. You showed how. Okay. Buey needs to get it done tomorrow. Let's go. That's how we take this next level. BYU beats Gonzaga tomorrow, then... What if? Then what if? Then it starts to get fun. It already is fun. Then they storm the court. They storm. Say. They want to storm, storm the, the court. court. Yeah. Yeah. No time for Dennis Pitta, by the way, in the show. Sorry. Apologies to Dennis. For Jerem Jordan, I'm Spencer Linton. Shout out to Charles Abua. We thank you, BYU Sports Nation. Beat do the it, Zags. Do it again. Go Cougs! Do it again. Oh. Do it again.